0: Today on The Good Word, we're talking about incomplete descriptions of natural and spiritual truths. When the first European explorers in Australia first heard about the platypus, they were baffled. An aquatic, furry animal with the bill of a duck and the tail of a beaver, it sounded too out of this world to be believable. This was a time of great scientific discoveries, lots of new things being brought to the attention of more people in the world. But there were, unfortunately, lots of scam artists and frauds. Some preserved parts of different animals sometimes were stitched together to create some unknown specimen, a Frankenstein monster of natural science. By the time the platypus was being described in journals to readers in Europe, the scientific community had learned its lesson. The more details that were shared about the platypus, that it sweat its milk, had poisonous spines in its heels, that it laid eggs in spite of being a mammal... And the skeptics scoffed at anyone trying to pass off this absurd animal as real. Of course, all those things turned out to be true, even if no Western scientist had seen them before. Some things are beyond description. Somewhere between observing and recording the event, we might lose the words to communicate what we experience. Followers of Jesus often run into this problem when witnessing something wonderful, like a communication between heaven and earth. In 3 Nephi 17, in the Book of Mormon, the followers of God, after being taught by Christ after his resurrection, were instructed by Jesus to pray, and he showed them an example by praying himself, an event so miraculous they could hardly describe it. And after this manner do they bear record, the eye hath never seen, neither had the ear heard before so great and marvelous things, as we saw and heard Jesus speak unto the Father. And no tongue can speak, neither can there be written by any man, neither can the hearts of men conceive so great and marvelous things as we both saw and heard Jesus speak. And no one can conceive of the joy which filled our hearts at the time we heard him pray for us unto the Father. The people at the time knew something singular and remarkable had happened in their experience with Jesus. But they knew that not everyone could see and know the Lord just as they had, so they purposefully recorded their experience to be shared later, even if they lacked the words to describe it completely. We may not in our lifetimes have the opportunity to see God and Jesus in the flesh, but our experiences through the Spirit can be just as powerful and just as valuable. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we're promised a similar witness with the same amount of indescribable power through the power of the Holy Ghost. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, Neither have entered into the heart of man The things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, Save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, But the Spirit of God. Through His Holy Spirit, God has promised us a great many wonderful blessings, but they're often more comprehensible to our hearts than to our minds. These spiritual experiences are real, and they can't be falsified by an imposter, even if they're difficult to explain. The authenticity of our spiritual knowledge is something only we can know. And that's the good word.